How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome. Oh, welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Welcome. Where today we're powered by ginger nuts. Oh my God. I think I've had, I definitely have had one too many. Yeah. It's I kicking have, yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. Are but you I, coming up? <laughs> <laughs> they do remind me. Did you ever have this? Did you ever get car sick as a kid? Loads. Yeah. We were awful. We'd get to the end of the drive and that'd be it, right? It is a long yeah. drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ginger nuts. I don't know, June had picked it up from somewhere that ginger was very good for sickness. Now, presumably, this is things like ginger tea and fresh ginger, mm. not perhaps the McVitie's ginger Packeted nut. Packeted ginger nut. Nevertheless, they were handed round. And um, that's what I kind of associate ginger nuts first and foremost with. So today is travel sick free. Absolutely. We... Oh, I feel a bit gippy though now. <laughs> There's definitely been no motion sickness within yet. the last five minutes yet. yet. And we both got, we've both got matching cups. And we are recording in a studio. Yeah, we're actually Portslough crew. I mean, this is big. This is big. It? And don't get used to it because we're going back to the we're going back to one of our bedroom floors <laughs> as of next week. But the studio was available, and we thought, well, why not? But there's a weird window. Like it's, a, <laughs> I, I feel a bit like a zoo animal. Yeah, I know what you mean. And also, we're in one of our favourite places, Portslough crew. As you know, we like being in an office. Yeah, we like that. We like people going about their office business. We saw somebody writing on a whiteboard and yes. just watched them. Yeah. We were like, what's happening in there? <laughs> also, there was a bit of chat about standing desks, which we got very excited about. I did get. I yeah. think he he should have got more excited. I think he's had it a long time, to be honest. He's never sat. Yeah, <laughs> he's never Speaking sat. of, I need to talk about how I'm feeling at the moment. So uh, yes, okay, fine. Well, it's speaking broad, of not let's sitting. start with it. <laughs> oh my God, yesterday. Uh, you did see me yesterday. Remember now, Vis-a-Vis outfit? Yes, I do. Now, we should talk about yesterday because yesterday, Portslough crew, just to give you a little exclusive, just a little heads up. Wet your whistle. I hate that expression. Wet your, wet your whistle. It's something to get your teeth round. <laughs> Wobble Series 3 on its way. It's happening. It is happening. The wheels are in motion. And that's why we were together yesterday, because we're doing wobble business. Wobbling. Um, so, yeah, we'll let you know as soon as it's ready. 
um, it'll be on its way. But yesterday, I was like, I'll start my week yep. with a workout. Why yes. not, doll? Why yeah, not? Yeah, so yeah. You couldn't stop going on about it, actually. <laughs> well, it really bit me in the ass mm. by the end of the day, to be honest with you. So often um, the way. We did a leg workout, and at one point, I had this like weird rubber band around my leg. Mm. and then was Resistance, lun- was it? Yeah, and then I was lunging back. Awful. We worked out I had it on the wrong leg for <laughs> half of the workout. And I was like, God, this is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's completely... You at the back, you're going the wrong way. So it's it's done me in. Yeah. Like, I can't... So yesterday I was in, like, my 90s Spice Girl boots. Today I've stupidly worn an ankle cowboy boot. I mean, <laughs> they're gorgeous, but they're hurt. Like, I'm in pain. Um, I couldn't get on the escalator yesterday. I was just, like, trying to get on. I had a cauliflower steak for dinner, trying yeah. to be healthy. That's done me over. Now, you've promised me this cauliflower. I asked Jules about this, and you were like, I'll save it for the podcast. There's a story to this cauliflower steak. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, the cauliflower steak is just literally a whole cauliflower roasted down with de- various flavours and different florets. Did you roast it, or was it roasted on your behalf? I had it roasted. I was dining out. Yeah, right, okay. Vis a vis restaurant. Yes, I couldn't put it together. No, no, no okay, I haven't got fine. time on a Monday to yes, roast a cauliflower. I understand. Who has? <laughs> no, good question. Um, so I had that, and then I was digesting that, and then could literally not get on the tube, and right. could barely get on the bus to get home afterwards. Yeah. And then today woke up, I feel paralysed, and then there was a girl out there at the sinks talking yes. about how she felt it. I was like... I'm with you. I'm with you. I love this idea that everyone's gone to the gym on a Monday. And so by Tuesday, nobody can go up any stairs. People are struggling to sit down. It's... I had a meeting this morning and they came to give me a hug. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just can't get up. Forget it. I was like, you'll just have to come down <laughs> to my level. <laughs> Did you not stretch? I did stretch, but not I'm enough. just... I'm not used to exercising with a giant rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what's really done me in, actually. Fair. Yeah. Was this a class? Did you go to a class? No, I went with Kirsty, who gave me a personal training session. Oh, awful. One-on-one. There's no escape. No. There's no slowing also, down Kirstie at the back. Kirsty is part of the Portslough crew, Hi, so it's all, it's all good. Um, today, someone was like, oh, is it your first or second day since the workout? I was like, it's the first. And they're like, yeah, tomorrow's going to be yeah, bad. Yeah, second day. That's the real. That's something to look forward to in the morning. You won't God. be able to lift your head. You won't be able to lift your your head off the pillow. <laughs> I'll have to take video calls. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said an amazing expression to me in New York. They called it the tech neck. The tech neck. What? What? From what looking down at your phone. No, it's, it's a thing. Tech neck. <gasps> tech neck. Oh my god, it's the most millennial thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Nobody had tech neck twenty years ago, did they? In the eighties, tech neck was just having your headphones around your neck. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the fifties, it was looking at a sewing machine. Yeah. You maybe had overlock thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's got terrible overlock thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Overlock thumb is the cross stitch, uh, the cross stitch finger of today. Yes, that's it. Oh. <laughs> Life pre thimble. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I had a bit of an adventure actually. Oh. So after I saw you yesterday, I needed to get some groceries, including sage, right? And I thought, mm. forget it. Sainsbury's local will not have sage. Don't be so sure. No, I've. I've been stung by it before. <laughs> sure, okay. I, no, I'm convinced. Also, co-op, very rarely. Uh, if co-op, oh, if you're listening, it. forget sage. Forget it. I mean, you're lucky to get, you're lucky you can't to even get parsley. Pecorino. Oh, I wish. Forget it. 
So um, I thought, I'm going to treat myself mm. and I'm going to go to Waitrose. Well, I know because I phoned yeah. you and you said you were in Waitrose yes. and I nearly fell over. Well, I was like, know, God, she's lost. You rang me and I was really enjoying myself at that point. I just got in there. I'd got the basket. Everything was there. You go in immediately. I got myself some lunch, which I haven't actually eaten today, but it's still in the fridge. I got myself some potted crab because treat yourself. Mm, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I got in. John was like, oh, I see you got the essentials. <laughs> In some families, this is actually, darling. We needed potted crab. I deserve potted crab. (laughs) Is it in a ceramic pot? No, it's in a little plastic pot, and I apologise. So it's just a tub? Yeah, it's just a tub. Oh, yeah, I have that on a weekly shop, babe. Yeah, two individual pots I'm familiar. And it's infused with gin, which I thought could be fun. (laughs) That could really send a Wednesday (laughs) Sorry, I'm late. I've been on the crab. (laughs) (laughs) I'm off my face on crab. (laughs) But the first thing that happened that was quite funny in Waitrose was that there was this older lady in the cracker aisle, right? How big was this Waitrose? (laughs) Enormous. Bigger than it looks. They always are because that's the joy of a Waitrose. The TARDIS entrance, yes. Um, So there was a lady in the cracker aisle, um, baggy tights, dry hair, and uh, her phone went off um, and she obviously, you know, she was laden down. She had two baskets and she went, oh, bloody hell, like this. But the best thing was... <laughs> two baskets? Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, she needed a trolley. I clenched for her. Yeah, but um, the best thing was her ringtone was Ruby by Kaiser Chiefs. So it was just like, na 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 But then it was just her going, oh, bloody hell, like this over the top of it. Anyway, I've completed my shopping. I'm ready to pay. I'm very excited. I've got the sage because, of course. And then the announcement comes over. Unfortunately, due to a technical fault, we are no longer able to take card payments. It was bedlam, right? (laughs) Brioche was thrown, baskets sliding down the essential ironing water (laughs) being cast. People were crying. That was just the staff, you know. (laughs) It was murder. There was a lot of misinformation being passed around. Somebody had heard uh, over from the self-service that actually, you know, Brenda on the final till was accepting cards. I got in that queue. I then got to the front. She wasn't accepting cards. So then they had one very small cash point, right? The queue, I mean, it was all the way, it was back to frozen herbs. But you obviously didn't abort mission. No, I didn't because I wanted that sage and I wanted that potted crab and I knew I wouldn't get those two items anywhere I'd have I'd have just chucked that basket down and swanned off. People were, people were. People were just walking out. People just abandoning shopping left, right and centre. What a scene. It was like the apocalypse. (laughs) What a middle class scene. But I had to, right, the guy in front of me, the guy in front of me, I thought, had a very interesting basket because the first thing he had was a Charlie Bingham's chicken curry. Good luck to him. Uh, he What's then had Charlie? Who's oh, Charlie Bingham? Charlie Bingham. Charlie, if you're listening. Charlie Bingham, it's ready meals, but it's like the creme de la creme. It's like eight pounds for a fish pie. It's amazing. We're going to come on to yeah. fish pies in a minute. Bag of mini poppadoms. Fine. Two bottles of red wine and oh, a bag of jelly odd. babies. And jelly babies. He had a bag of jelly babies. And what I particularly enjoyed is For when the it came to pay, he bagged everything up apart from the jelly babies, popped them in his pocket. Ease of access. He wanted those jelly babies. I can't remember the last time I had a jelly baby. 
It was definitely... Oh, when did I last have one? Can't remember. I Jelly remember how they taste, though. They do taste good, but they have gelatin in, so I don't eat yeah, them. Yeah, of course. Mm. But, I mean, it's been years. I would never buy Jelly Babies. Never. never. I would never buy marshmallows. I would never buy marshmallows, Jelly Beans, uh, Jelly Babies. I'd never buy Jelly Beans. Never. Which has never occurred to me. You know when you see it in somebody's basket and you're like, oh, yeah, somebody... He's buying that. That's what he buys. Do you think he's got children? No. It was a Charlie Bingham's fault. Yeah, he was going home with it. Technically, it does serve two, but I didn't like to say anything. <laughs> That's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Dying for two no, for one. very clear. Yes, yes, yes. Um, will we do a bit of correspondence? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let's. Oh, uh, what a lovely postcard this is. We've had a postcard through the P.O. box. Um, there is, it's four types of cheese. Uh, one says, I'm feeling blue. Nice. Which is a blue Stilton, cheese. Yes. Uh, be of Gouda cheer. Yeah, good, good. Uh, Brie strong. Mm. And things will get feta. I, I met somebody the other day who was like, I've only just, like, they were really behind on the podcast. They'd only just started listening. And they were like, I've got to the point where you're the face of feta. I was like, God. oh, yes, good. That archive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, where have you got up to? Uh, you're the face of feta. I was like, okay, sure. They were good Great. days. They, they were, were good halcyon days. halcyon days. Durst, Jules and Sarah. I'm a loyal Portslough crew member and wanted to say thank you for all the joy and laughter you bring into my life. Oh. I love the stories about your mums. My beloved Mima is all the way in my home country, the Philippines, while I'm here in London. Uh, your stories cheer me up when I miss her the most. Lots of hugs and kisses, Julie from Rainer's Park. Julie from Rainer's Park? Yeah. Doesn't sound like she's from the Philippines. <laughs> well, that's where her mum lives. Oh, I see. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> Julie's... <laughs> What a lovely, concise postcard. Julie writing this postcard and in the other hand stroking a Persian cat. That's what I was imagining there. Oh, really? Yeah, bone china. A very fine clock. I actually too got bone china from this very, you can tell by that hand. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, Julie's been raised right. Very concise, actually. Um, I would like to say a big hi to Natasha Kay. 
don't want any confusion there about which Natasha she is. Uh, Natasha has sent through a very excellent news from the north, which is actually freezing cold Canada that she sent it from. So the real north. And the headline is senior charged with assault in snow shovelling fight. So Natasha, thank you very much. I don't really want to know any more details than that. That's enough for me. Mm. Just that headline there, that just that that, that happened somewhere. A is snow shovelling fight. Yes. God, it could get aggressive. It would get cold, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It would get really cold. <laughs> Now, I've just dipped into uh, the Portslough Crew closed Facebook group page. Oh, fun. Andrea Berg looks to have had a gorgeous bit of cake on the turn. Oh, God, Angela, what a treat. You enjoy it, babe. <laughs> Nicola Halliwell is having a lovely uh, chat about a yellow coat. Oh, fun. Yeah, enjoying it. Looks oh, chic. Yeah, no, that is great. <laughs> Where's that from? I'd be quite interested in that. You need to get yourself down to the Portslough Crew closed Facebook group page. You'll be able to find out where all sorts of uh, garments, cakes, yeah. things like that come from. There's all manner going on in there yes. that's from next I'm interested uh, we've also had Charlotte Hutchinson whose boyfriend uh, took her to the cheese bar in Camden then Mecco Bingo for her birthday what an evening uh, Nicola Halliwell again has had uh, she's got herself a mini food processor okay yeah sure that yeah. looks good she's living the dream Helen Goring uh, she's eating a slice of salted caramel hot cross buns I didn't even know such a thing was possible oh Lauren Parnell here uh, could not be bothered to make lunch so port salut on Melba toast oh my god Gosh. Wedges of the stuff. <laughs> it doesn't look the best, <laughs> but I'm sure it was, Lauren. Um, if you search Portslough Crew on Facebook, you, the group will pop up and you've just got to apply to get in. But, you know, between us, we're very, I mean, we'll let anyone in. Yeah, but as long as you behave. Inclusive in is the word that yes. Sarah was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> You can write to us, of course, as well, and we will give the address out at the end of the podcast. Um, but first, Sheila, Ken, I was going to call them Shen. Maybe oh, that's Shen's a new thing. Good. Maybe Shen. <laughs> yes, it will really shake off the shackles of Keela. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like a diet. Yeah, Shen. Um, it's... Shen have got an impending dinner party engagement heading their way. I'm stressed for Sheila. She is... It's... Recipe testing. It's recipe testing. The books are out. Yeah. So yeah. she, at the moment, is doing the wardrobe. She's been working on this, I want to say, for about four months. Okay. And Sheila has <laughs> an extensive, extensive amount of garments. Yeah. Like, you think I have issues? Yeah, yeah. Save it for the judge, sister, mm. because Sheila... That's the mothership. They, it, I think she's on wardrobe, yeah, four now. Good. There's many. There's, oh, come on, Sheila. And I said you have to empty. Oh, Marie, Marie Kondo, Kondo empty it all it. out, feel mm. the joy and back in. Yep, yep, yep. She's, but she said, now she's got 12 coming for dinner. It's ridiculous. I don't even know 12 people. January is winter cooking food. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you had 12 people coming for dinner... I'd be in the bathroom the, crying with a bottle of gin. If Go you on. had 12 people coming for dinner and the seasons are like the way they are... Yeah, yeah, changeable. What would you be cooking? Well, <sighs> Right, no, I would do pie then. So, Sheila's signature dish is... Da -da -da! Fish pie. I'm dreamy. Absolutely gorgeous. I just want to give her a round of applause. But something's gone awry. No fish. <laughs> yes, the oceans are dry. Uh, the last dinner party of this group, what was served? Oh, no. Fish pie wars. So <gasps> she can't wheel out a fish pie. So she's in absolute She'll turmoil. have to do a stroganoff. Well, she's leaning towards a moussaka at the moment, yeah, which no. I've tried to tickle her off. But no, she <laughs> won't. <laughs> If 
I went to somebody's house for dinner and they did a moussaka, Sheila, I'm putting it out there, I'd be disappointed. I'd be disappointed. Yeah. That's what I said. It's yeah. one of my worst dishes. Yeah, I'd rather have a lasagna. Well, I said lasagna, but she said, oh, is it not a bit like, I think because she's like, mum. It's a bit Wednesday tea time, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, it's not really dinner party No, food. and she, Sheila likes to wheel out the big guns. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she is, and I, you know, I, I don't have a problem saying this, from what I hear on the grapevine around this group of friends, yeah. she is the gold medal holding that's chef. A, that's a lot of pressure. Of their area. She can't drop the and ball you know, now. It must be, for Sheila, what it would be like for head girls at school. Yeah. You know, you're at the top. Yeah. Everyone you loves you. You can't lose a hockey you game. Can't, you can't wobble. No. You, you, there can be no <laughs> movement at the top there. So Sheila is, she's, she's basically retaining the crown. Yes. I'm interested to know, mm. the last fish pie, mm. was it as good as her fish pie? Because if it was below par... It was below par. Yeah, well, I think she could step in. But uh, do you not think that? Do you game. not think that is very passive aggressive? <laughs> it, I think it's just aggressive. Actually, this is what you could have done, of course. Of course, you should have served it with egg, Moira. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows that. <laughs> so yeah, that's where she is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel for her. She's deep in. Um, Considering chickpea marination. Yeah. (laughs) She's deep in a pie dish. (laughs) You know, more of that to look forward to. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) How's June? June, you won't believe this. Do you remember when we talked a couple of weeks ago that she'd had those dodgy old eye drops? Do you remember she had those, and they fell down the side and, I'm, on the I'm flight? Familiar. Yes. Well, and we was, she was like, there's nothing wrong with them. They never go off. She kept getting an eye infection, right? Did she not just sling them? No, of course she didn't. Not in like the end. true. Any, any northern woman yeah. would just <laughs> hang on to them to the bitter end. And it turns out it's nothing to do with the drops or the eye infections. She's got a cataract. Our June, June has got a cataract, if you can bear it. I'd be very interested to get up close and personal with that cataract. Yes, well, I, know. I remember Grandma Alice's used to greet us before we greeted oh, her. No. I don't think it's going to be less to get to that stage. <laughs> no, she's got to go and get sorted. Got to go and get it, you know, I don't know, whatever they do, whip it off. Gosh. Yeah, June's got a cataract. But she was, now, she, God, she really, really made us laugh with this story. This was a story from holiday, but it happened fairly recently. There was a lot on the, where we went on holiday, there was bats. So you'd see them like swooping down. And actually one night, one of them got into our bathroom. Now the bathroom and the place where we were staying was like half out, half in. And I was outside brushing my Gosh. teeth, right? And there was like a little bush. Let's just slightly <laughs> side note disclaimer that Sarah was in a bougie AF hotel and is not staying on a campsite. No, no, no. Let's Gosh, just like no, disclaimer no, 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 no. that. It was lovely. Outside brushing my but teeth. I was outside brushing my teeth, right? And behind me, there was like, almost like a shrub, like a little bush that was kind of in the corner. And it started to rustle, kind of like Jurassic Park. You know, when things start moving and like the camera zooms in and it's just moving and just quivering and shaking. And then this bat appeared. So I squealed (laughs) and obviously ran in, right? (laughs) Um, But John was very into the bat. So he went outside and I started shouting that it was going to... It was like, have you seen the video of the Irish bat rescue. It was like that. There was me peering in going, you're going to get bitten. You're going to get bitten. He's going to get you. He's going to jump on you. He'll bite you. Um, but he didn't. He just, um, so it was quite sweet actually in the end, except John really wanted to get a slow-mo of him taking off, but I'd already shrieked too loud and frightened him off. Anyway, this led us to talk about bats. And June, basically, it was last summer, 
June had left some windows open while she was, you know, out and about. And when she got back, um, night had fallen. And because there was lights on and stuff, basically all these bats... Right, these all these tiny little bats. I want to call them Pippa Squeak bats. This is back at home or the hotel. This is back at home. This is last summer back at home. Right. <laughs> so they'd got in and they were just hanging off the blinds. Like there was all these little bats everywhere, just hanging. But like in four bedrooms. Do you know what I mean? All just hanging. Sheila off, would have right? a Ghostbusters vest well, on at this. Well, this was the thing. So I was like, Mom, what did you do? She said, Well. I didn't know what to do. So I went downstairs and made a cup of tea. And then I came back up and basically she put some gloves on. And because they're only small, she was able to kind of get them down and let them go. Right. She was able to like remove them herself. The bat whisperer. The bat whisperer. Right. Anyway, then a couple of them got a bit freaked. Right. And started circling round. So at that point, she said, I said, what did you do then? She went, I went downstairs and put a hat on. The one that she found on the bog. Yes. <laughs> she went and put like this little bubble hat on. <laughs> anyway, she managed to get rid of them, but that was oh god, it was so funny when she went, <laughs> she went to it. So I went downstairs and I put a hat on, <laughs> and then I came back and she was able to get rid of them. Yes, and off they flew. Fly, it's, my pretty fly. It's almost like this is the reinvention of June's beekeeping. Mm. Uh, activity. Yes, who could remember that short-lived <laughs> moment? <laughs> oh. oh, God, listen, should we do a bit of news from the north? Oh, my God, let's. Okay, I've got one here from the Eastern Daily Press. This is new. Mm. This is a new publication. It's new from around. Oh, fun. Sign at Hun Stanton appears to say the sea is in the wrong place. What? <laughs> yes, I kid you not. I don't understand. A sign which has been confusing visitors in Hunstanton is set to be moved. Okay, I sorry, I, I misheard and thought the beach was being moved. <laughs> it has been put up as part of a 1.3 million revamp of the resort's heritage gardens. Got it. But while its map is orientated with north at the top and west and east on the left and right, it appears to show the sea and cliffs in the wrong place. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to miss those sea and cliffs. Also, they? you don't want people just stumbling over Whoa! to the cliffs. <laughs> A West Norfolk Council spokesman said, the signage was only installed last week. The project brief requires the signage to face into the project, not away from it. This causes a problem because the maps are orientated north. It is fairly obvious to see where you are in relation to the sea, so it couldn't cause too much confusion. But we do get the point being made. In addition, the location of the signage was signed off during the consultation stages of this project. Mm -hmm. This sounds like someone who does not care. Yeah. <laughs> now, so, no, it's somebody who's had it up to here with talking about the The sea maps. is quite clearly it's here. There, <laughs> it's showing you the, the restaurant. Look up. <laughs> now it is in situ. We are not happy with the way it interrupts the view of the chapel and the view of the lighthouse from the chapel. Oh, it's all right. We will be bad. reviewing the signage in the coming week to see if an alternative and more suitable location can be identified. Imagine. I mean, imagine the walk through that that's going to take. Over here. Here. Should we put it here? Are we putting it here? A comment underneath from Patrick reads, Yeah, but that's normal for Norfolk. Besides, we understand perfectly. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you for that input there. <laughs> Patrick's cleared it all up in one go. <laughs> now, my news from the North has come from the Lancaster and Morecambe Citizen, right? Weekend recipe. You can't beat 
a bit of rhubarb crumble. This might be good for Sheila. Uh, I hate crumble. Do you? We've been through this. Yeah. I There's don't so like... many things, darling. I can never really keep up quite. <laughs> Did I tell you all. about the? Did I tell you about the phobias? Recently, well, the, with things. The recent phobia. Well, basically, because there's always been bananas and dolphins. Bananas and dolphins, but I listed it on <laughs> on a hotel requirement recently. If I had any phobias or dietary things, and I, I said hope you put pho- dolphins. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a safari thing, so yeah. I just put bananas because yes. I don't want any rogue ones turning no. up in the bad in the bathroom. No. But um, yeah, crumble definitely is. I do not like crumble. A phobia, though. It's not a phobia. No, it's okay. just uh, prefer it not to just appear in my vicinity. Yes, I don't want worry on safari. <laughs> <laughs> now this and this has been written by is this written at this time of year yeah it's been published on the 2nd of February oh so we are really yeah. into rhubarb season oh absolutely and this has been written by John Anson rhubarb is a firm British favourite that is in its prime at this time of, year, of the year I love the vibrant colour of the crimson stalks and the tart complex flavour of this wonderful produce which is in actual fact a vegetable rather than a fruit good god although it's most commonly associated with sweet treats rhubarb also pairs beautifully with many meat dishes in particular rich or fatty ingredients like duck or pork belly and mackerel when it's in season I try and incorporate it into my restaurant menu as much as possible There are lots of other uses for rhubarb too. Rhubarb gin is very popular, popular at the moment. I think that's a typo. (laughs) I'd like to be referred to as popular, popular. Popular, popular. It sounds like a club. (laughs) And rhubarb cordial is deliciously refreshing when combined with chilled sparkling water. Or try making your own rhubarb jam or chutney with another twist on a traditional British favourite. Rhubarb needs to be cooked, preferably with a lot of sugar, to make it edible because it's far too tart to eat raw. You only need the stalk of the plant. The leaves contain something acid, which is poisonous, so make sure you remove them before cooking. Good Good to know. Uh, When buying rhubarb, select crisp, firm stalks, which are long and brightly coloured to avoid any that are limp or damaged. There's advice for life. That's how I feel, limp and damaged. (laughs) For me, nothing beats the classic combination of rhubarb and custard, which will forever hold a nostalgic place in my heart. The best Sunday dinners of my childhood were finished with a bowl of steaming rhubarb, either simply stewed or topped with crumble or pastry or smothered in a creamy, luscious vanilla custard. This delicious seasonal pudding is always a winner in my house, and I'm sure you'll agree, it tastes amazing. Serve with some thick, creamy custard for the ultimate winter treat can you read this in an in a marks and spencer voice <laughs> what how to make it <laughs> yeah just read like a couple of lines heat the rhubarb and caster sugar in a saucepan and simmer for 15 minutes or until the rhubarb has softened but still holds its shape yes. <laughs> taste and add more sugar if needed if you prefer it sweeter Remove from the heat and place the rhubarb into a baking dish or divide between four ramekins. John Moore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, is anyone else aroused? To make the crumble, combine the flour and brown sugar in a large bowl and rub the butter into the dry ingredients until a crumbled consistency is achieved. It's amazing how easy it is to make this. <laughs> Good, who knew? Yeah. Sprinkle over the rhubarb and bake in the oven for 30 minutes or until golden brown and bubbling. That's very evanescent. Allow to cool slightly <laughs> so you don't burn your mouth off <laughs> because it'll be hotter than <laughs> the sun. Don't scold yourself. <laughs> yes. Before serving with fresh custard or good quality vanilla ice cream. 
with the winter weather firmly upon us, this one warming dessert that's guaranteed to have the whole family asking for second helpings. Sarah's rhubarb is your new meditation Yes, app. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> now, do you want to play the game? Oh, I like how we're calling it the game. Well, Great. June's actually come up with a name for it. Okay. 20 things. You've got to name as many things as you can in 20 seconds. I mean, this is why June is the woman she is. Do you is. know what I mean? She hasn't got time. <laughs> messing about. She went, just call it 20 things. Uh... I've just seen my shoes talking. You know when the sole comes off? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's vintage for you, darling. Okay. So, this week, Jules, you have 20 things to name to do in snow. Ready? Go! Go! Uh, make snowmen, make angels, build igloos. Uh, Ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> I once did that with Ken. Um, oh, God, plow. <laughs> <laughs> Shovel. I hate the snow. This is awful. Um, hide things. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. You're out of time. You've got six. I hate the snow. Hide things. What about snow? What about tobogganing? Sledging? Oh, yeah, you could You know, wearing skiing. gloves. I, yeah, I just didn't even... Oh, wearing gloves. No. Yeah, you can wear <laughs> gloves in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, six. I, yeah, I didn't actually lean into that sports side Yeah, of it, it which... wasn't really... It wasn't your finest moment, to no. be honest there, darling. Um, just the six items there. Yeah, oh, the Not lo- like last week's breakfast <laughs> items, which really speaks volumes. <laughs> really towards the bottom of the leaderboard there. We adore you. For listening, we absolutely do. I feel like I've been quite delirious this podcast, Port Salute Crew. It's the studio. It is. It's the Remember studio. when we used to get the cab office there? Yes. This is that's what's happening. It, yeah. Um, you can write to us. We love it when you do. The address is the Port Salute Crew HQ, PO Box six six seven four seven London N W nine H. Um, we do always, of course, finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? Well, I've actually gone for something a little bit fruity. Oh! Uh, this is going to be quite official. Okay. Uh, the word is portend. 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 What does it mean? Definition, to give an omen or anticipatory sign of, <gasps> or to indicate significant. Signify. Signify. Thanks so much. Pleasure. <laughs> That's not the word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence, please? I'm going to give you the example that they've given. And actually... I'll give you a little did you know. Okay, great. I found, I found yeah, a new website and I really <laughs> I really want to dive into it and play with it a bit. Uh, portend has been used in English in the context of signs of things to come since the 15th century. The word derives from the Latin verb portendere, which means to predict or foretell. Great. Could we have it in a sentence, please? The old saying about a halo around the moon, portending rain, has been some truth to it. The halo is caused by cirrus clouds drifting 20,000 feet or more above the earth, and high cirrus clouds often precede stormy weather. Suck on that. (laughs) (laughs) We adore you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.